Well, the sponsors are coming in fast and furious, and we really want to thank uh, Hillsboro Trailer Salesman of the Year, two years running, uh, Corwin Henshaw at Henshaw Trailer Sales. Listen, if you need a stock trailer, uh, Corwin is telling me he's got some new stock trailers in from Hillsboro that are like the next level of, of you know, the state-of-the-art trailers that you can get to move your stock. But we also got a, a, a returning sponsor, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Really appreciate them getting on board. But uh, Rob Moore, a livestock risk management expert there in Minneapolis. If you need any, any uh, help with your livestock risk management, call Rob Moore. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Iowa. I've uh, also jumped on. We're, we're, if we can get three sponsors for your team and get you uh, six games and get two sponsors, we'll get you two live in-games uh, uh, things. We'll cover the teams. Post a pillar. Uh, you might as well get in now. Well, you got the whole season out in front of us. Uh, the football sponsors got over 22,000 downloads. Uh, so your your message will get heard, and it'll definitely get heard here in southeast Iowa. So uh, thanks to the sponsors, uh, and enjoy these programs today. Well, we are talking about one of the places that loves Round Guy Radio the most, and that's the Van Buren uh, Warriors down there. We uh, uh, uh such a successful baseball season uh uh, last year, but they are trying to roll this success over into the basketball season, and they got a brand new coach, Coach Shillman, right? Correct. Well, uh, welcome to the program, Coach. Yep, thank you for having me. Well, uh, since you're a first-year coach, I know you had some uh, uh, years as, as assistant coach, but let our listeners know a little bit about your background. Yeah, my name is Nathan Shellman. Uh, I originally grew up in Olds, Iowa, and attended Waco High School. Uh, played under the legendary coach Bob Hilmer, who's the winningest coach in Iowa. Uh, went to Iowa State for an agricultural degree, um, and that landed me down here in Kiyosakwa, uh, where I was uh, kind of at the end five years ago solicited to uh, be the assistant coach and while being down here for working with the USDA. So started five years ago um, with Fred Parsons, uh, the second winningest coach in Iowa. And uh, because of that, uh, I guess I've never left and I've been the assistant and now the head coach. Well, um, yeah. Um, well, Van Buren sports is kind of on the uptick. Tick, uh, and I know the community is, is so behind this team and they're so excited about, you know, the improvements uh, in the records and the play. And, and you know, you, you, you guys had a superstar player last year. He was a round guy, athlete of the year, Jackson Manning. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that young man uh, and what he meant to Van Buren School? Yeah, Jackson Manning was the perfect uh, uh, kid to represent the Van Buren County Warriors. Such a great kid on and off the field, such a great leader. Uh, he'll be tremendously missed. Uh, but because of his leadership, it is easily rolled over to two other new kids, uh, Lucas Fett and Isaac Leffler, both one's a senior and one's a junior. So uh, overall, though, Jackson Manning was such a great leader, such a great athlete. Uh, he's up at DMAC this year playing baseball. Sounds like it's carried over into the collegiate level and uh, obviously can only wish the best for him moving forward. If I ever saw a kid play baseball who's going to make it to the major leagues, it's that that young man right there. And he comes by it naturally he, from his father, who played in the major leagues as well. Yeah, he, he was a, such an excellent player. Uh, uh, but 
You mentioned Lucas Fett, or we like to call him Boba Fett here on Round Guy Radio. <laughs> he uh, uh, created one of the greatest moments in the history of Round Guy Radio when he he went corn with a Grand Slam to uh, give his team a victory uh, against a really tough Meepo team and pushed them into the uh, sub-state, which they, which they were able to win there. Uh, but Boba Fett's a pretty special athlete. Let's just start with him. Tell me what you think about this young man, and, and you think he's going to be one of the leaders of your team this year. Oh, yeah. Lucas Fed is definitely going to be the, the leader, um, if not one of the leaders. Um, sometimes you don't see necessarily what he's doing on the court, but behind the scenes, he is the guy that, that is leading them. Uh, the, when the morale is down, he's lifting them up. Um, he's the guy that makes sure that everyone's following the rules or, or doing the right thing. Um, you can't ask for a better kid in Lucas Fed. Um there's only like five kids in that total senior class that are boys. Um, him and Gavin Titus are the two that are seniors out for uh, basketball this year. And, and when you already have low numbers and having someone that's so vocal like that on your team to, to be able to be a leader, uh, it's just great. Like I said, he's, he's one of those kids that's willing to come into the gym each day to get better, to push his teammates to get better. Uh, and, and quite honestly, to even make me become a better coach. So can't ask for a better kid. All right. Well, uh, we also know a lot about Isaac Leffler. He's uh, or Loeffler, which is it? Leffler. Leffler. Yeah, he's a pretty great uh, athlete. Uh, what is he? What What is he going to do for you guys this year? What position is he going to play, and what kind of role do you think he'll have? Yeah, he's one of those kids uh, with Jackson Manning uh, moving on that we're hoping to kind of get him into a little bit of a bigger role. Um, he's going to be one of those guys that he's, he is the leader, him and Lucas Fett, um, as far as being the first in line for the drills. Um, Isaac's one of those kids that when you ask him to do the small things, he doesn't ask why, he just does it. Um He's willing to, to help the program as whatever it takes. Sometimes it's it's even ref in the elementary boys basketball games just because he knows that that's how the program starts. So uh, you can't can't ask for a better kid than him as well. Well, that's true. Well, uh, I don't know if you got any. Do you have any height at all? That's kind of the unfortunate thing at the moment. Um, we are a fairly small team at the moment. Uh, we had uh, uh, Bryce Newcomb. Um, he's a junior. He kind of was on the six-man list last year. Um, he hurt his shoulder in football and uh, actually just had surgery last week, and he was our tallest guy at like 6'2". Um, our next guy in line is probably six foot six one. So we're kind of a short-staffed as far as height-wise goes, but um, as the old saying goes, our heart makes up for it well uh there's not a lot of height this year last year was a lot of height but um a lot of coach i'm talking to don't have a lot of height well uh who is going to play in the middle then yeah, we actually have a, a junior out this this year that's come out for the first time since junior high that has quite a bit of um, athletic ability and, and quite a bit of height. Um, and uh, that is uh, Camden Nussbaum. He played football as well. Um, he's, he's just a natural athlete. Um, he's kind of been on the fence the last few years about coming out. Um, and uh, we finally talked him into coming out, and uh, I think he's really going to benefit the Van Buren County Warriors. Um, and then Isaac Leffler would probably be the next in line. We have a, a sophomore named Ethan Kokenauer who played football as well. Um, he's kind of in line here as far as um, being that guy to come off the bench and possibly give us some minutes to help us with, with that height situation. And and uh, he's just a kid that's, that's wanting to get better, and since he's young, um, the sky's the limit for him. 
Well, who's going to play forward for you? Yeah, so that's kind of obviously with our short heights is kind of where we stand for uh, almost everybody else on the team. Could could be can be that essentially. Um, a couple of kids that we we look forward to. Um, we have uh, he could potentially be a point guard as well as uh, freshman Will Coral. Um, he was a backup quarterback this last year on the football team. Um, he has he has potential to uh, fill some some serious shoes and. And I know he's a freshman, but his maturity has been uh, proven to be a lot farther in his years. So uh, Will Corral's one that I look to, to help us out. That's a freshman. And then uh, Landry Leffler, there should be cousins to, to Isaac Leffler. Um, he's one of those kids that he's not afraid to shoot it. And uh, somebody that could help us benefit as far as the shooting the ball since we've kind of struggled the last few years scoring it. So. Well, let's talk about the guards, the guys that bring it up, the lane movers, the the distributors, uh, the outside shooters. Who who, who are going to fill those roles? Yep, and that's where that's where like your Lucas Vet. Um, he's just one of those guys that that uh, is not afraid to you know be in the leader. He's the leader on the court as far as bringing the ball up the floor. Uh, Will Coral could kind of fill that position as well. A couple other guys that I haven't mentioned that uh, have good potential to do that role for us is Bryce Moquin um, and then um, Joseph Debner. Both of those two guys have played varsity the last handful of years, um, come off the bench for us, and uh, they have potential to, to really help the team out. All right. Well, uh, um, I was over at, uh, at Pekin uh, as they were getting ready to do their first practice. We kind of took a team picture there. But I saw a lot of enthusiasm. I saw a lot of kids. Uh, they're just standing in the hallway, but you could just see in their eyes that they love basketball. So uh, do you have a lot of guys? Is there a lot of enthusiasm between these kids that you're just now kind of getting to uh, start practicing? Yeah, I, I've uh, the last we've had practice the last three days now, and and uh, each kid seems like they're excited to be there. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're ready to get out of the gym at four o'clock, which is great. They kind of have that sparkle in their eye. Um, I you mentioned a little bit about the success of the baseball team. Um, the last handful of seasons, the baseball team and the football team have had good years, and I think a lot of the kids are excited once they've seen that success, um, that they're trying to get that success on the basketball course since we've kind of struggled the last handful of years. So um, the kids are excited. I'm excited. Uh, my assistant coach, Justin Hill, he's excited. And uh, obviously we're a week and a half away from the start of the season, um, but uh, the enthusiasm that the kids have has been great. Well, uh, how what? Tell me about the overall numbers that you have, and maybe let's talk a little bit about these underclassmen in the JV squad. Sure. Yep. I have. Uh, we have twenty-two kids out. Not um, bad. 20- That's not bad. Um, yeah, it's been. I think my five years ago we had twenty-six, and so this is the second since second highest since I've been down here for five years anyways. Um, we have two seniors, like I mentioned, Lucas Fed and Gavin Titus. Um, seven juniors, Isaac Leffler, Bryce Moquin, Aiden McEntee, Camden Nussbaum, um, and Talon Haynes, Bryce Newcomb, and then Joseph Debner. Uh, seven sophomores and six freshmen. So um, quite honestly, we're going to have a pretty good junior, you know, junior varsity team or JV team um, with those you know, 13 underclassmen. Um, and since we kind of struggle as far as the senior numbers go, um, essentially there is no set varsity numbers yet. Um, everybody has a chance to compete. Um, there is no set 
starters, like I said, at the moment. So uh, the JV has a has the sky to the limit. There's a lot of competition going on in practice because of the numbers to compete for those roles. And, uh, and with their enthusiasm, that's the best thing that a coach could ever ask for. Well, uh, in Major League Baseball, uh, pitchers and catchers report early. Uh, everybody's there in February. They got a six weeks of spring training to get ready for the first game of the season. You guys have a total of 10 practices. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not very much time. So uh, I want to talk about, let's talk, Let's just take that first three days. What can you get done in three days of practice, you know, as far as drills and, and starting to evaluate the players? Yeah, for starters, you know, we do get those 10 days, but the unfortunate thing with this year is this Thanksgiving falls within those 10 days. That's right, that's, yeah. And so that's kind of the frustrating or, or bad thing as far as the coach, coaching is the is figuring out your practice plan and figuring out, you know, trying to figure out quality over quantity in this aspect. And, and uh, for instance, those three days is essentially to get the kids to be able to pick up a basketball again, feel comfortable with it by dribb- doing lots of dribbling, lots of shooting. And, of course, like every coach wants to do lots of running. Um, just to get back into basketball shape. So those last three days essentially has been nothing but that. Uh, we've done dribbling drills. We've done shooting drills and, and uh, like I said, thrown in running while we were doing that. So um, moving forward, though, since we only have those like seven days left, um, starting like, for instance, today, we will be starting to throw in our offense and our defense and, and all the important aspects of the game of basketball. But um, we won't stop doing what makes us better, and that's the dribbling and practicing on our shooting. Well, we, we, I think we kind of talked over the positions and, and uh, um, quite a bit about the offense, but talk to me about the defense. You know, who's going to be the uh, the rebounders? Who are you going to have to get the ball to to move the ball forward uh, and transition uh, inside defense, outside defense? Tell me a little bit about the personnel that you got and how you try to utilize them in the defense. Sure. Obviously, with our high struggle, um, the defensive end is always going to be our, you know, our downfall or, or what we have to be working on. Um, since we are so so small, the defensive end, uh, we have to utilize what our strengths are, and that's obviously our quickness and, and our athletic athletic ability. A um, couple of those kids that I mentioned already, you know, Lucas Fett, Isaac Leffler, um, even Will Coral, that's coming in as a freshman. I one name I haven't named uh, is Lincoln Bainbridge, who had success as a cross country runner here this last year as a sophomore. Those kids, they're not afraid to get dirty. They're not afraid to go get the rebounds. They're not afraid to play hard defense and get down into a stance. And so one of those things that we have to work on as a team is to work together with five guys and be as a team on defense. Um, when one guy might you know, get beat, the next guy has to be ready to step up. So um, ideally, obviously, rebounding will be a struggle. But if the shortest guy on the floor can get the rebound against the biggest guy as long as they box out. So um most of those kids aren't afraid to do it. We work on them. We've worked on it for the last five years, and we'll continue to work on it. And uh, I think we should be a pretty small but scrappy team this year. Well, you're going to be what I like to call farm strong. You know, yeah. uh, you got those good, hardworking farm kids on there. And it, um, um, it's just a different kind of strong. You know, it's a Sigourney has it. Waco has it. You know, uh, uh you know, good good kids, good stock, I guess you'd say. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about is there going to be any opportunities 
um, is there any round robins or jamborees or scrimmages or is there a meet the Warriors night or anything that our listeners could maybe get their first look at your team? Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have anything like that. Um, our first game is November 27th against Cardinal at Cardinal. Um, and then we follow that up the second game of the year with New London at New London. So we roll right into the thing, uh, the start of the season right after Thanksgiving here. Um, we had opportunities to to do those, um, I guess, in, in my my. Uh, my experience or thoughts were that this year I wanted to be able to, to spend more time with my team so they could get to know me. Um, and then we can get to find our true identity a little quicker behind the scenes, um, before we roll on to the scenes. And so we don't have any of those things on the schedule, but moving forward in the next couple of years, that's, that's the plan. All right. Well, uh, let's just focus on that first two weeks of the season. You got two games the first week. We actually have uh, three. I, well, three that first week, um, two in that the last week in November. So we play uh, JV Varsity at Cardinal, and then a JV Varsity at New London the twenty eighth, and then it rolls into December, where our first home game is against Notre Dame on the Friday, uh, December first. Well, I uh, just uh, last night I interviewed uh, the West Burlington coach, and uh, he told me you guys are in the same two uh, A district with them and man all those teams are excellent mepos and and notre dames and 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 west burlington's wow that's a uh, uh that's going to be a handful for all the teams to play isn't it absolutely the southeast iowa super conference conference has always been a, a successful and strong conference in the last handful of years the south division um, with all those teams you rattled off is tough. West Burlington, like you mentioned, in my eyes, is the team to beat, um, even though we haven't even started the season. They have a lot of returning guys back. They're very good athletes, um, and they had a very successful season last year. Um, I think any team in the Southeast Iowa Super Conference, the South Division, can beat anybody on any given night. Um, however, um, you got to bring your A game every single night because everybody's coming for you and everybody has a successful team. So it will be a gauntlet and we look forward to the challenge. Um, our non-conference schedule is uh, another one that we look forward to, um, but it will be a tough conference. Well, you got uh, last year, uh, uh, you mentioned you guys are going to go play New London uh, early. Uh, last year, uh, New London went all the way to the state tournament and, and they just, um, they were, they got a couple of division one athletes on their team. You know, they were well coached, uh, real good, but you guys early went in there and, uh, uh, uh Jackson Manning dropped a, I called him action Jackson. Uh, he, he, he hit like 40 plus, I can't remember 46 or 30, you know, a lot of points. Uh, and you guys got a, a big win there. Tell me a little bit about that game. Yeah, that was one of those games that every coach dreams of, so to speak. You know, we worked so hard with those kids for the last four years, that senior group, on on what the possibilities were if you put everything together. And that was the night that everything came together for all the kids. I mean, yeah, Jackson Manning had a tremendous game, but I uh, don't want to leave out Anthony Duncan, who was like the defensive specialist for us, you know, guarding that Division One athlete um, and Porter and, and being able to kind of control him a little bit. I don't I don't know exactly what his points were since it was so long ago, but it wasn't his typical um, game that he usually had. And, and uh, as a coach, that celebration that the kids could see the what could happen was was awesome. And, and the kids actually still even talk about it today. Um, 
the the downfall is is the struggles of when you don't have something like that and that's kind of unfortunately with health issues and, and everything we ran into last year uh we weren't able to quite see all that success that we had on that game but um the kids definitely understood that when they can put their the game together and play hard defense and score the ball well um they can beat anybody on any given night and so that was a great home win for us and and hopefully that was kind of one of those wins that could help jumpstart the the program and I think Trey Mignani and you know of course coach Parsons did a great job of getting the program established and, and uh, hope to keep moving that forward well last year um um you know we were keeping up with your team your team really fought hard and there was a uh, uh, it just seemed like they came out on the short end of some close games last year um uh you guys, it seemed like a lot of battlers. Do you think that you guys are going to be kind of uh, 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 fighting it for uh, the entire length of the game to try and scrap away some wins here? Yeah, you know, with a young team, um, I feel like you're going to have to put it all together every night. And and sometimes it str- you, you struggle with those underclassmen to, to come in and, and put in the work every night, especially during the game. So I do feel like with our, our lack of height, we're going to have to bring our A game every night. Um, and hopefully on, the, on some of those, if not all of those this year, um, instead of being on the short end of the stick, we're, we're on the winning side of things. And, and uh, you know, I, I encourage the kids at the beginning of the year to, to you know do some goals short term long term is it winning five games 20 games or and uh, doing a personal goal and and we haven't actually had the kids share their goals yet but uh, hopefully when it comes down to things we are able to get on the winning side of things this year at the at the same time it's not necessarily about about wins and losses as every coach will tell you um, it's about the the players and and getting them to be better and uh, on and off the court obviously the wins are always great but uh, that's the ultimate goal well uh we're talking uh van buren county warriors basketball with the uh, coach uh, first year uh, uh as head coach although he's been the assistant coach and he's pretty familiar with the players in the system uh coach is there anything you didn't we we uh you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about no, I don't think so. I want to thank you for allowing me to have the time to to, to speak uh, for the team. Um, we look forward to the season here. Um, it's a, you know it's a long three months here, and and uh, we look forward to the, the challenge. Uh, hopefully, we can run across some some good teams and be some good teams. And overall, though, uh, we I've talked about about everything I can. Well, uh, if you guys like basketball uh, and. By the the numbers of people that are that are listening, this is going to be a great day for you. We've got four great interviews, and we got Winfield Mount Union, and we got Fort Madison. Uh, but it was it was a, a excellent uh, start to the day. You got us off to a flying start, Coach. Thanks for being with us. Yep, thank you for having me.